Boom. Cold open, cold open. Does anyone have anything? That's it. That's what I got. And that's our that's our open. Ah! Welcome to Tad Strange, Gravity Falls Podcast, uh, Season 2, Episode 6. I almost said 5. <laughs> Wait. Okay. No, this is 6. Okay. Yeah, this is 6. I almost said 5, it. but this is 6. Uh, little Gift Shop of Horrors. Um, we're excited to be back. I'm sorry for lying about not being back until next year. Um, we had to spoil ourselves and you in the process uh, with more Tad Strange than we can possibly comprehend. We're on video chat right now, and Trevor's doing some like weird engineering to his headphones right now. They were Trevor, um, they were dying, so I plugged them in. Oh, got it. You mm-hmm. have one of those biokinetic headphones. Yep. Yep, it's it's their life tube. They are a Cronenbergian monster that I wear on my head and feed lies into my ears. So I nice connect this organ that looks like your small intestine, running from a bag of flesh on the other side of the room into them, and they go just like the monster in this episode. Mm-hmm. Great, which segue. is also a Cronenbergian monster. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um. This episode is a fun one. Uh, it's kind of a mirror to the Bottomless Pit episode that we had in the first season. Um, and it's it's similar to like an interdimensional cable episode um, where it's basically just uh, a bunch of short stories for fun, not necessarily canonical. Um, oh, but very the... not canonical. It actually says it several times. Necessarily. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, except apparently the Hand Witch is canonical. Yes. But um, anywho, what did you guys think? I have a love-hate relationship with anthologies. <laughs> okay. There yeah. are anthologies I really like. I feel like anthologies have been overdone, though. This one was okay. Okay. So, like for you, you said Interdimensional Cable. Each season, Rick and Morty has an anthology. The first two were pretty good. Three, four were just not. They were really boring. So, mm. that's how this was. I think Bottomless Pit was better. Um, there is a part of me that really likes this because it tributes back to like 60s, 70s, 80s horror. Yeah, which I, I like think the is um, cool. kind of the is it, would it be the meta plot the the kind of setup uh, of Grunkle Stan showing someone through the yeah. the uh, mystery mm-hmm. shack after dark. Oh, there's like um, a great deleted twist that didn't make it into the episode about yes. that. It's fantastic, <laughs> and we'll talk about that at the end. Cool. Oh, brother of mine, how you feeling? Oh, brother of yours, I'm feeling, um, I think, I think like a, well, mm, mm, C plus. Wait, we're not reading. I, just kidding. You I feel totally about didn't this episode ourselves that, either. <laughs> well, that's because you went, and I said the episode started now. <laughs> C plus is my name. Oh, I, I'm Linux. <laughs> this is definitely the same thing. I don't like I'm this. glad no one laughed because <laughs> it didn't deserve a joke. <laughs> I, mean, I was holding it in. I um I sort of like this. Uh, I mean, I'll talk about it. Some of the parts I wasn't really excited about. Uh, and it's kind of difficult coming back to episode five after not watching for a year, which is a barnstormer of an episode. Mm-hmm. And then hopping into this one which is just so absolutely different in tone there's one of these per season is so different yeah that's a very fair point um i very much enjoyed this episode um it's i know 
I'm I'm split because the thing I set up is it's almost a requirement for a category because a category is supposed to be the ones like don't skip these yeah. when you're watching through the first time it's worth watching these but I really like this episode so I I want to give it an A but I know that it doesn't have anything to do with the meta plot and I know also that like in the world of Gravity Falls there's some things that like don't line up even outside of uh, the expressly non-canonical mini stories and things like that. So it's not – I really like this episode, but uh, not completely just as an episode of Gravity Falls, if that makes sense. Um, although, thinking about it more and more, there are, there are some parts of this that I extremely like. Um, basically, the entire second half of the claymation uh, – thing i love mm-hmm. um i enjoy brainiac waddles mm-hmm. um kind of the i think the first half anyways i enjoy sections of this immensely um but i guess i guess there are some spots that don't line up and maybe aren't as good as i'm trying to think of what was in the first one in the first one the bottomless pit we had seuss's tale of getting stuck in the pinball machine yep which was yep. gold we we had uh Dipper's story about no Mabel's story about locking something in a trunk and then throwing it down into the pit, which is just her saying what happened recently. <laughs> I think. Um, and then we have I forget what the other stories were. Do you guys remember? Uh, no. It's okay. It's I'm, been years. I have yeah. the bad brain. It has been. Anyways. I feel like maybe there were some stronger ones in there, but there's there's some parts of this episode that just destroy me. Um, uh, yeah. And yeah, the uh, the the jokes in this episode, for whatever reason, hit me harder than uh, the ones did last week. Last week, maybe I was being too scholarly and was getting a shock at being exposed to Gravity Falls again after so <laughs> long. Um, but this episode, oh my gosh, just bah, 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 bah. that's true. Um, so, so. This episode actually comes at a really weird time for Gravity Falls being on the air-wise mm. because they were moved to Disney XD because of all the weird petitions against them on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. But this episode still aired on Disney, even though they'd already started airing on Disney XD. I think it was part of like a Halloween thing because it, it came out in October of 2014. Okay, that uh, makes So sense. it would make sense. But, like, the last episode aired on Disney XD. This is the last one to ever air on Disney. Huh. Yeah. Which so, is, so this was just, weird. like, Disney saying, you know what, kids? We know you love this. So here's one last Halloween episode because yeah. your moms all told us that it was about devil worship. So we're putting it on a different uh, <laughs> particular yeah, on our branding. Devil worship channel. On our de- that's what it stands for. <laughs> Yeah, Disney X Xenomorphic Devil. Devils. Yeah, Xenomorphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. X X is, like is the, I thought X it was for xylophone you... devils where they just play xylophones <laughs> all day. No, no, you guys don't know. Clearly, you're inexperienced with this. X is representative of first of all the shape you make with your arms when you're doing yeah. devil worship. Second of all, it's true. You the... say no, 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 no. <laughs> yes, that is exactly no, no. <laughs> And then it's also it's, the shape it's that It's weird because you you're saying no, person. no, and the human sacrifice is saying no, no. Yeah. And the guy yeah. in the corner who's like, he put the wrong number into the vending machine. He's like, no, no. 
<laughs> so everybody's saying it. And then that guy in basketball who's really tall is stuffs you and says, no, no, no. Oh. But if that's three no's. That's how you yeah, can tell it's different. He's Devil out. worship yep. is only two no's. Yep. yep. No, no. You that's can tell that, that guy baseball. is a good Christian basketball player because he it's says three no's. One no for each line in the X because there's two. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's it's pretty simple. I'm glad you caught on so quickly, Trevor. Yeah. I'm mm. very good at worshiping Satan. You're right um, up on these things. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> hey, oh, God. my niece who listens to this show. How you oh, doing? Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um... So we still didn't introduce ourselves. And no, not really. I said I'm C+. Plus. He's I'm just Linux. Saying. You didn't introduce yourself. All right, it's I'm, all on you, Trevor. I, and, um, oh, doing no. Two. You messed it up, Joe. Matt. Oh, no. We did it. Matt. <laughs> Who are they? Yeah. They are alter egos. I don't like this bit. No, no I think this bit. is actually I'm, really I'm good. Sad um, it back it's a good bit. Oh, you okay. Hi, I'm back on board. Hi. I'm All Matt. Right. I have uh, I experienced Gravity Falls because my younger brother Joe shared it with me. I have watched through almost all of it, minus the last two episodes. So I am really excited as we uh, progress towards the end of this uh, complete series, the end of this season. Nice. I'm Trevor, and this is my first time watching all the way through it. And for an entire year, I stopped, even though I wanted to, because I thought one day we might finish this. Mm. And now we're here. Uh- and I'm Joe, the guy who... I don't even know how we started doing this. I asked you but, if you wanted to make a Gravity Falls podcast, and you said yes. Oh, cool. Well, <laughs> the first episode, I I think I just caught um, the Manator episode uh, on TV one day. And oh, the rest is history. Sick. I watched it. Oh, man. How did I find Gravity Falls for the first time? Disney Channel, I think. Mm, before it was moved to... Yeah. Before Disney XD. XD. I think my niece mm. was watching it. And I was like, this is rad. Nice. Yeah. I think Avia really liked it. I think that's what it was. And I watched it with her. I guess so does anyone know what... Name oh. my niece. Oh, no. no. Now they the, go. Wait a minute. Now the McElroys are going to get her, too. <laughs> no, they go what? for everyone oh, and gosh. anyone. <laughs> what were you saying? So uh, what, yeah. what happened in this episode? Bunch of stuff. Cool. Hey, did you know that three things happened in this episode? That oh, they were like at, um, at least three at things. Least three right. things. <laughs> that things were broken out into roughly three sections. Were, were you aware of this occurrence? No, did, did you also right. know? Man that... walks up to door. Door opens. Grunkle yep. Stan says hello. Episode and credits. Three things happened. Yeah, yep. That's true. I'm, I'm really interested in Grunkle Stan's tie in this episode because um, it seems to be symbolic. I keep, keep going. This is a bad bit. Oh, I thought you were serious. <laughs> Holy cow. Oh, hey, there's three no. stories. It would be super legit if all of us uh, took like one minute to summarize each single story. Oh, wow. That's a good idea that we never talked what? about before the episode. Did you? Wow. Joey, before the episode, when Matt mentioned that, Joey goes, ooh, ooh let's save this for later. <laughs> just so we can mock him in front of all of you. That's correct. Correct. Fantastic. I mean, that's, all, um, that's the whole problem. reason I have this podcast. Is this what being a young um, brother feels like? This Matt, is fun. No, it's what this being the middle fun. child's like. Oh, um, well, I already knew that. 
Matt, did you Sorry, say Matt, one minute because you did like my half an hour synopsis last week? Uh, I mean, Ooh. sort of, but also because I know I would do the same thing. Or is it because <laughs> you're afraid of my star wipes? We open on the mystery shack in the middle no. of the night. No, okay, no, fine. No, no, I no. won't do it. We do open on <laughs> oh, the mystery shack. Okay, no, I was saying no, so you would do it more. Oh, no, it was whoa, reverse oh, psychology. No. Oh, you know, my confidence no. is gone. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. Gracious. That's, that's the buzzer that says... Stop it, Joey. This is a bad bit. <laughs> oh, boy. For, for you listening, that's my hype button that my fiance got me, and I like to smack sometimes. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, the button, right? It's the thing you like to smack. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yes, the button. Oh. So were you going to do the first That was one a sad one. Yeah, but first off, like, you know, night wipes. Uh, we're in front of the mystery shack. When a stranger is walking up to the front door, and the front door stop opens, my... and <laughs> shut up, man! Stop! 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 You don't stop. like night wipes? Is that, is that what you like? Is that like a adult incontinence product? Like... <laughs> I thought they were kind of like sleeping pills in a wipe form. You just wipe them across your face and fall asleep. Memory wipe, <laughs> night wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, but we open with Grunkle Stan, who is showing this stranger around the mystery shack at night because his car broke down in the middle of the woods. Grunkle Stan says some creepy things that are very much 80s horror-ish. No one can hear you scream. Why did I say that? <laughs> I'm laughing because of something I thought of earlier. Like it's good. It's it's a good bit. Um and then we are story wiped to the first uh, mini episode, Hands Off. Um, Dipper, Mabel, and Uncle Stan are going to a local swap meet. Uh, they're looking around at the goods. Uncle Stan, uh, Grunkle Stan is drawn to a table full of fake uh, Rolexes, mm -hmm. which is run by an old haggy woman. Um, he tries to buy one. She hexes him, so he steals one. <laughs> he <laughs> goes home. <laughs> Wakes up the next day, and his hands are gone. Ah! Uh, Mabel makes him some sweet fork hands. That doesn't work out very well. Uh, they <laughs> then decide it's best to do the right thing, return the watch, and get his hands back. Um, they use the journal to find the witch. Oh, no, they don't. They talk to someone who's at the swap meet to find the witch. Though the witch is they check the swap yes. meet pamphlet. There which it lists is. Her address. Yeah, which lists which her is. address. As what was it? It's it's hand witch cave on hand witch mountain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, so they go to the hand witch cave. Uh, turns out that the hand witch cave is full of hands that are just sentient and not on bodies. Um, Gunkle Stan returns the watch, and then she says, "You can break the curse for a kiss." He kisses her. And then it turns out she just really wanted to date because she was lonely. So she drags old men up here by taking their hands. Mabel is like, let me give you a house remodel. Why'd I make the noise? <laughs> there we go. Um, remodel, pan, transition, house remodeled. Um, Uncle Sam gets his hand back. Old witch woman's happy. And they leave while a man who's lost in the mountains appears, <laughs> and she invites him in to stay the night. Spooky! So spook. Hey, Joe, do you, you like want... bacon or clay? I like clay. You like clay? Cool. In general. Pig wipe! 
Did you say um, pig wipe? Is that what you wipe your pig down with? Yes. Or does that That's how Waddle stays pigs. so clean. He's not clean. He's very commonly not clean. He's a pig. He eats a lot, but he's very, very pink. He's not usually that dirty. Um, either way, pig wipe, we are in Mabel and Dipper's... Oh, wait timer we're in mabel oh. and dipper's room Ooh. where dipper is trying to figure out this uh brain teaser kind of rubik's cube but a little bit different and mabel and waddles are just having goofy fun recording a radio show in their room maybe mm. in the hog on the yeah, AM. yeah 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 now Dipper can't figure out this. Wait, did brain. the radio show sound something like this? May May and Waddles <laughs> in the morning. That was, yes, that but was all... Trevor, did you just play a clip from the show? Yeah, was... yeah. I've I got been goosebumps. I've been working on my impressions. Want me to do Waddles? Uh, sure. Hi, <laughs> I'm a pig. <laughs> That's very good. I'm so, I'm so proud of you. Dipper looks in the journal <gasps> to find that there is a mushroom that can be used to create a intelligence salve, basically. He goes out, finds it, makes the salve, puts it on himself, but oh no, Waddles gets into the salves and eats it all because he's Waddles and he eats everything. We wake up in the morning to find Waddles on a cart with a type to text thing going on waddles has become this super intelligent pig capable of understanding anything at all waddles and dipper go off to make inventions and share their knowledge with the world leaving mabel in her room alone sad that she has kind of lost her friend Hmm. at the culmination of their inventions mabel approaches waddle and says don't you remember us and tries to get waddles back to be her cute little dumb pig and smart waddles realizes it was worth it just to have some belly scratches and smacks her intelligence meter down to pig and becomes a pig and joins mabel once again and dipper is so distraught at the loss of knowledge but it's okay because he hugs a pig which i don't empathize with period (laughs) um unaffected by that story and trying to sell off a pig um (laughs) uncle stan then grab what does he grab oh an old movie that's right um and tries to sell the old movie to the person um and tells the story related to said movie um we start off in the pines's living room with mabel watching a show about a giant sentient star that tells you to believe in yourself and overcome your problems. Uh, Grunkle Stan suggests that they put on an old movie, um, which, as he does so, just happens to have stop-motion animation in it, which is apparently Mabel's worst (laughs) fear in the world, and so she runs into a closet and hides. Um, To overcome this fear, Grunkle Stan decides that the best thing to do is to bring her to uh, the... Uh, person's house who made the stop motion animation to prove to her that it was all fake and special effects and there was nothing to be afraid of. Um, They break in because of course they do uh, (laughs) and when they get to the warehouse it turns out that actually uh, the uh, clay figures were not actually stop motion but were actually brought to life uh, by dark magics um, and had after the 
introduction of computer animation and they became irrelevant, decided to uh, kind of go crazy and enslave their maker. And thus, uh, they had their animator contained there. Um, but Mabel, overcome, as the only person who isn't captured, overcomes her fear, kind of, sort of, enough to take one of the creatures and turn them into... Uh, with her molding, crafting hands, um, turn them into the giant star that she was watching before, which proceeds to walk forward and crush everything in front of it um, and engage in an incredible battle, uh, which none of our protagonists get to see. No, um, all of our protagonists no, they all get to see. Sorry, all of our protagonists we get, to see, get to see, but yeah. we do not get to see it um, because animation is expensive. Uh, and... <laughs> It's one of my favorite thus jokes. Ends the, <laughs> thus ends the uh, episode. And after that, after trying so many times to get the person to buy something, uh, Uncle, Uncle Stan offers him a sample of a potion. Uh, he drinks the potion, falls unconscious, and wakes up inside of a box titled The, Ske- the Cheap Skate. Uh, he is now an attraction in the Mystery Shack. Wasn't he also painted blue or something like that? He also got painted for some reason. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, he also apparently was at one point in time going to be Linux. Linux, Trevor. I'm M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I was waiting to say that's it. Gonna, that's such a, a big that's twist. Such a good reveal. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I guess in a podcast back in 2015, Alex Harris was like, "Yeah, when we were doing that originally, <laughs> the big twist was going to be that the uh, the." First person person, the first person person, the first person person was actually a nice Um But after the uh, animation budget costs and the other <laughs> celebrity appearance costs, they apparently didn't quite yeah. have it in their budget to uh, bring in uh, Mr. M. Speaking Mr. M. of other celebrity appearance, who's the other celebrity appearance in this episode? <laughs> the other celebrity appearance is fantastic, and you, I, I thought. Like, wait, is that? No. No, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I was like, I know this voice. Who is Smart this? Smart Waddles is voiced by none other than Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Yep. Which is wild. It's, but it's so fantastic. There's a story. They recorded oh. the entire episode with another voice actor. Really? Alex didn't like it. And he's like, it needs to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. So he contacted him, and he went, no, I'm not doing that. And Alex went, okay, fine. And then contacted him again. I kept contacting him. Like, will you nice. please be the voice for this smart pig? And he was like, nice. no, I won't do it. And then when they finished the episode, he contacted them. And he was like, fine, I'll be your smart pig. Beautiful. It's so I awesome. can't imagine any other voice um, responding to the pig goes oink with... Now the pig goes wherever he can shine the light of knowledge into the darkness of ignorance. <laughs> um, so, oh, baby, there's a lot of cool references and trivia in this episode. Can we talk about that for oh. a few minutes? Yeah, this, definitely. The, yeah, because this might be the most dense look mm-hmm. at everything that's in the mystery shack that we ever get mm-hmm. like we've gotten that's a lot true. in the past we've seen dinosaur skulls over here and jar of eyes and all this random stuff as people are passing through but this entire every section that happens between these three stories is grunkle stan kind of burrowing and scurrying are not the words i'm looking for <laughs> 
<laughs> rummaging, rummaging through the mystery shack to try to find something for this person to buy. So we see tons of items. And that's where Trevor comes in. Okay, so... I'm an old man now. One of my favorites is oh, the Cronenbergian monster, which is awesome. <laughs> because it's another tribute to, like, 60s, 70s, 80s horror. Because David Cronenberg was the first and greatest body horror, like, makeup artist to ever exist. Uh, some of his movies include, like, The Fly, which is just fantastic. Um, so when you see that and he goes, oh, what, too many orifices? It's like, ah, oh, yes! <laughs> so as, like, a horror buff, I'm like, oh, that's great. That's perfect. Um, the name itself is attributed to the Little Shop of Horrors, which is the yep. off-Broadway musical, which is about a giant monster. Um, let's see. Spoiler. What was, what was the other one? What was the other one? What was the other one? That I was like, oh, there's a Palantir from the Lord of the Rings. Uh-huh. He, he picks up. It, he picks hands, up. Hands off. Yeah, he goes, hey, hands off. And he grabs it. And it's the <laughs> Eye of Sauron. Yes. He puts <laughs> it on the ground. <laughs> um, kind of oh, cool man. thing. This is one of the only episodes to tie into the real life Journal Three. So they've produced a mm-hmm. Journal Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about that. Okay. Um, the last two episodes are not canonical because they are not mentioned in the real life Journal Three. Okay. Um, so much so that yeah. when you read through the journal, there is a um, article attributed to the Hand Witch. Mm-hmm. The author says he met her at the swap meet, so she's canonical. Mm. The brain fungus does not exist. It's not canonical. And no, what's, so uh, when the perception room, yeah, that's it. There is no, there is no perception room in the published uh, journal. Yeah. Three. So in the actual journal that they release, there is no item, and um, that's important because the journal, it's journal three that Dipper opens and supposedly finds the perception room. But yep. in reality, the perception room is not in journal three. Uh, yep. Um, and that means that when Grunkle stands like, "This is a story I definitely didn't make up," he's making it up. Um, the third one has a page added to the book. One of the pages that Dipper wrote in with the claymation that just says all, um, animation is black magic. (laughs) But at the same, (laughs) but at the same time, inside of Harry Claymore's house, there is a, uh, cipher that says, uh, non-canonical on it. Interesting. Yeah. Which is very, very interesting. Um, oh, all the claymation was done by the production company for Robot Chicken. Uh, Another cool little thing they put in there. Uh, then there was something else I saw. Oh, the um, Hand Witch's Red Robe. Uh, with oh, the two large black hands. This is the craziest crossover. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have noticed this. Uh, with the two black hands on it is the inverse of the robe that... Um, the sorcerer the master wears in the horror film manos the hands of fate so it's the same robe but switched he wears a black robe with red hands she wears a red home red robe with black hands it's a good one quickly googling oh yep looking good yeah Ooh. Okay, it's, it's like half cosplays. <laughs> I can't tell which is the actual movie. <laughs> which one is the original? So, the world full of copies, the original doesn't matter. For there being two non-canonical stories out of the three, there's a lot of continuity in this episode. Uh, mm. For instance, um, just the amount of sweaters that Mabel wears. 
Oh, boy. So she wears the wavy sweater, which is from the Time Traveler's Pig, the Shooting Star sweater, which is from Taurus Trapped, the Sprinkle Mm -hmm. sweater from Seuss and the Real Girl, the Music Note sweater from The Inconveniencing, the Blue Star sweater from Boys Crazy, a sweater resembling a lightning bolt from Double Dipper, and a sweater resembling a golf course from Golf War. She wears all of those in this one episode. Wow. Yep. Huh. That's completely unnecessary <laughs> exactly <laughs> and then there's some little things like um the, there's a when waddles is walking by for the first time he's carrying a jack-o-melon which is kind of cool hey, from summer nice. <laughs> um the agents from scary oki um are back yep. and tyler cute biker um his did you see what his stall yep. several yes. times stall. yes, yes. <laughs> It starts selling chimes. Because it's several chimes. Because he's a several times fan. It's oh so good. Gosh. There's so much just good in this episode. Oh, wait, that leads that's me. not Toby. Oh. That oh wait, yeah, that's cute. No, biker. no, it's I was cute about biker. to mention Toby Tyler. though. Toby's Tyler is cute biker. Is so Toby good. determined oh, is different. I, it's such a good show. <laughs> oh, also, Seuss's wolf chicken can be seen, and uh, when he's talking, yeah, boss Seuss's Mabel, and what? they're like. They need a new attraction in Boss Mabel, so he makes the wolf chicken. (gasps) Yeah, it can be seen inside the mystery shack when they're walking around. Oh, that's great. It's another one. That's good job, Seuss. Good Seuss job. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there's some really good, um, like, tie-ins and crossovers in this one. It's beautiful. I I am... Maybe the reason why I like this episode so much is it's, again, just kind of... Back to back to back to back to back to back humor, um, which, as I talked about before a year ago, um, is what I like in Gravity Falls, where they don't like set up a joke and then like stop and wait for you to laugh and have like this long gap or whatever for you to figure it out. But no, it just hits you with the next joke and it hits you with the next next joke, um, and maybe some of them go over your head and maybe some of them aren't that funny, but it just keeps going and like this that the other thing just like the whole section of him with um the claw hands is basically both like overt jokes and kind of background jokes um whether it's him like just casually getting his uh hands caught in her hair like right at the beginning yeah um where you're like oh maybe this will work no instantly terrible (laughs) idea um, and then going on through trying to carry this thing and the other thing and dropping it and then finally the climax playing toss me a dozen eggs <laughs> hey mr bind want to play we always do oh my gosh so wild oh and that's that's canon that's the yes. canon episode oh my gosh so every it is. time it is true that every time he goes oh and gosh. jimmy is working they play toss me a dozen eggs it's <laughs> amazing Oh my gosh. I, I think that maybe it's the time restraint that's forcing all of these jokes in there. Um, and sometimes that can be a negative thing. We've kind of seen in the past where it seems like every single joke gets past the uh, kind of joke police. But with this one, it's pretty solid. And there's enough care put into just small background things. Um, like whether it's just Mabel's reaction to like the uh, his claw... Uh, it's a more uh, subtle joke as opposed to an overt spoken one. Or like when uh, 
you see in the background fighting the hands, uh, Mabel versus the hands is fantastic because it starts off with her playing rock, paper, scissors, and she does paper, and they do scissors, and she loses. Later, you see that same hand using scissors mm-hmm. to try to cut her hair while other hands hold her down. Oh, my gosh. And then, continuing even further, when they uh, kind of find a resolution, the hands start braiding her hair. So it's just... and. Other than the first initial joke of the rock, paper, scissors, none of that is necessary to be in the background. And it's not like a, a overt thing, but it's just the small things continuing in the background, whether you notice or not, Yeah, um, that I really like about this episode. Very good. Mm. Maybe it's because it was a different format. Maybe it's because I'm not as much of a horror fan. Um, the beginning was a little dead to me. Like just not oh, like funny. Just the like intro? the very intro, oh. the pre theme song it. was for me. It just was like, oh. Can somebody answer oh. a question for me? Yeah. Um, is Grunkle Stan wearing his eye patch with his eyeglasses when he opens the door, or does he put the eye patch on after the door's already been opened? When he opens the door, I'm looking at it now. He does not have the eye patch. So on. now go to part two. He has the eye patch on for some reason. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, no, he doesn't have it on at first. Orifices, hands, tells the story, goes through the story, goes to the hand witch. See, this is how we should just do all of our uh, summaries. <laughs> yeah, it would, it would be Remodels the house, there's the hiker, <laughs> and then, yes, you're correct. Yeah. He instantly has his eye patch on. Under his glasses, right? Yes. Yep. Yep, that's Why? correct. It's just, I don't understand. <laughs> Not sure. Did also, you uh, did you guys notice the uh, magazine that the witch was reading? And the like oh. catch f- the because you have magazines and then you have like one yeah, large yes. text item yeah. to like get your attention. It was yes, which is oh be tripping. Gosh, this is amazing. It says a uh, crone alone, and it has like a, a old witch with like a rocker <laughs> yes. uh, oh fist up in the air, and a oh my gosh, this is beautiful. <laughs> It's only thirty nine ninety nine. You know what's one Yeesh. of the only things I don't like about this episode? What's that? They reuse a phrase twice. Oh, when the the witch says "back to my crippling loneliness," and then when Dipper takes Waddles, Mabel, Mabel says right. "back to my crippling loneliness." Mm. I'm like, that's a reuse same phrase in the same episode. Mm. Now, if they did it again in the third one, I'd be like, "That's funny." Like, <laughs> I, I no, that's a callback. Yeah. So, so I'd love to uh, type this up and research it, but my microphone is very sensitive to noise. The witch reminded me of Doofenshmirtz. Yes, the voice of it. So okay. much. I was trying to figure out what it reminded me of. Okay, Google, Google, Google. Type. Yeah, type, like. Type. Just the way that she speaks, the way she's talking about her house and like everything. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's a coincidence and, you know, one borrowing from one hand, not knowing what the other is borrowing from. But I I, I would not be surprised if it was the same uh, voice actor who does that. Um, I loved in the redecorating how instead of Michelangelo's... Um, the fall of man or whatever it's called with like God reaching out, carried by the angels and the hand mm-hmm. kind of limply reaching up. It's just two hands going to touch each other <laughs> from both directions <laughs> is one of the like paintings they put up in her cave to uh, nice. do that. 
Well, Matt Chapman voices it, uh, but also he's a baseball third baseman, which makes Googling him difficult. Give me one sec. <laughs> okay, maybe, yeah, no, that makes, that makes sense. No, he's from, um, that what's it called? He is from Homestar Home yeah. Runner. Yeah, 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 yeah <gasps> he is. What? Okay, I'm bringing up his IMDb wow. right now. He did Homestar Runner, Two More Eggs, Pickle and Peanut, Yo Gabba Gabba, Gravity Falls. Oh, he's in a bunch of episodes. Yeah, he actually has 35 character credits. He's more Mando. Dang. He's he is several times. What? He plays Yay, he plays nice. the he wow, plays that's Abelita. a range and a half. <gasps> he wow. he is strong bad. Uh, uh, that's beautiful. Oh my gosh! Wait, his credits. Oh my gosh! For a home star. He's strong, bad, homestar, strong, sad, strong, mad, bubs, coach Z, the announcer for the episodes, Marshy, announcer for another episode, homestar, uh, the king of town, the cheats, lemon zine, senior card gauge. I don't know who that is. The I'm web- sorry, what he exactly has- did he voice as the cheat? Because the cheat does not speak. <laughs> Six. 12, 18, 20, 21. He has 22 voice credits alone on Homestar Runner. He is Homestar Runner. Wow. He's the yeah, voice actor sense. for it. That's, That's really cool. That's really cool. Apparently he has a um, a thanks to George Washington from 2000. I'm not sure what thanks means. In, um, or he was thanked by George Washington. So you he was know thanked what? by One George my, Washington. Uh, That's canon. Favorite. Well... Yeah, I think the second part, my favorite parts, which I feel like this happens whenever they show up, Grenda and Candy. Yes. The, the bits with them are just fantastic every time. The one with Grenda is longer, but good. Yep. The one with Candy is one line she says off screen. Off, yep, yep. Doesn't even need to come Candy in. Candy does not even appear in the animation. It's just a line off screen that she says. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Oh. I think maybe one of the reasons why they're so good. I tell you, I know why I'm yawning. Uh, um, is because you get like just these little little bits every once in a while. Like they're oh. I feel like Dipper and Mabel have just as solid bits at different times, but because they're constantly there, you don't appreciate them as much, if that makes sense. But like Candy and Grenda are only there intentionally. They don't that, have to true. be in like any episode. They're only there intentionally to add to either the humor or to the plot. Um, can we talk about some of the other voice actors for a second? Sure. What'd you find? Gracious. So there are some really big names in this episode. Really? So we got Neil deGrasse Tyson, right? Yeah, we also yeah, yeah. have John DiMaggio, one of my favorite voice actors. He plays Bender. Mm, nice. He, he appears in Harry Claymore. He appears in this episode as Harry Claymore. <gasps> He's the animator guy. Yes. Uh. Also, Tyler Cutebiker is played by Will Fort. Yes. Do you know who he is? I'm. He has a hundred acting credits. He's in the Lego Movie. He's in um the new Scooby Doo movie. He was on The Simpsons. He's on Bob's Burgers. He's on American SNL Dad. SNL for nine he's, years. Yeah, SNL, The Last wow. Man on Earth. He's in um Good Boys. He's in a ton of movies. He's in Keanu. He plays a bunch of characters in Gravity Falls. He has thirteen credits. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, 17, eighteen credits in Gravity Falls. Wow. But he has hmm. he played in the league. He played in um oh, there was another twenty two jump street. 
He has a lot of credits. He, I, that's actually like a big name. He played on Thirty Rock for a few seasons too, <laughs> and and he voices Tyler Q. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, <laughs> right? He was on The Simpsons. So wonderful. Wow. Yeah, that's actually a pretty big name to have. That's amazing. Because then, like, you look at Matt Chapman, who's like, "I'm a home star runner," and then this dude's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I was on SNL for nine years." And then honestly, mm-hmm. like Joe DiMaggio, one of, the, one of the greatest voice actors of our time. Yeah. Oh man, he he has one thousand seventy six characters, like accredited oh to him. Gosh, that's insane. Whatever, wow. I do that in a weekend. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, uh, you do fourteen thousand year long weekend. It's a true. Four to four. Will will four. Okay, John, Dima- John DiMaggio uh, voiced yep. Marcus in Gears 5. <laughs> now Ooh. I have to play it. Wow. Mm. I wasn't going to play it, and now I have to. That's not even fair. Hey, you know what's great about Summerween? It's during the summer. <laughs> the, the, alien, the aliens reference. Yes. yes Though it did fair. get tired the second time. However, we only get one of those this time with... Mabel crawling through the clay monster before she arrives him. That was one oh, of my favorite that was, parts. That was wild. Oh that was great. Gosh. She just dives into his like abdomen and then climbs up to his shoulder, bursting out with a screech, and then wipes his face and turns him into the star. Yep. Wipe that face off your face. Again, the second <laughs> half of that uh, mini third third of an episode is just yeah. fantastic. Uh, one of my favorite lines comes from there because it makes absolutely no sense at all. Okay, when, bring it up. When she's hiding in the laundry bin, oh gosh. and Grunkle Scan walks up to her and he's like, they can't hurt you. She's like, no talking. They wait for you to talk, then they crawl inside your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <sighs> oh, uh, I would like to point out the fact that um, Seuss calls... Uh, uh, what's the claymaker's name? Um, um, uh, Claymore. Claymore. Seuss says that Claymore is supposedly some kind of recluse, which is not how you pronounce it. <laughs> but I like to think that every word he can, he pronounces like his name, like with an O-O-S oh, in it. So oh. it's a rec- you're a recluse, I think. You guys remember when I said that Gravity Falls has everything you could ask for inside of the town? Mm-hmm. It's a coincidence that the maker of this VHS just happens to live on a hill inside the town, in fair, the middle of Nowhereville. Very oh wait, sorry, point. no Nowhereville is where Courage's Calorie Dog lives. My bad. Uh, oh, but yeah, he just happens to like be here. But then again, it's not canonical, so that's true. Anything could be anywhere. Yep. I also Didn't that explode. Oh. Yeah, Matt froze for me. Okay. There is a well, he's frozen. Um, there's another little uh, cipher about animation, and Ooh. it says all animation is black magic <laughs> at the very end of the episode, <laughs> um, which is canonical. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, Matt's coming downstairs. Brother, didn't your computer explode? Did it crash and did you lose all the things that you had, brother? He's next to Ooh. me. I don't 
know. Are you sad or are you mad? I don't know why. Or are you both or are you coming down to get a new CEO? He's gone. I think his computer crashed. All righty. Last um, time on Tad Strange, and by last time, we mean what you heard seconds ago before Matt's computer set itself on fire. That's true. The fire department has been called. It is three days later. Um, tragically, the oven was lost, but the refrigerator survived. Only one thing was scavenged from that household. Me. What was that? Oh. That's it. Trevor's a ghost now. Yay. <laughs> Unfortunately, he has been taken by the McElroys. No. Uh, we, we need to, to stop fall. saying that. They're going to sue us. I don't think they can sue or us for saying that they're going to Or we can slowly turn this podcast into a podcast about them. Interesting. I we'll disagree. call it Brad Strange. Or we'll call it Mabim Bam Bam Bam. <laughs> are we, my, are brother, we? my brother and me and my brother and my brother okay, and so there's, Mike. No, no. There, there's something in common with all of these ideas. And it's that they're bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand why. Whenever we start up over the last two episodes, this is the first thing we talk about. We've already been recording for an hour, and this is where we got to. We restarted, and this is where we immediately went to. What's the only this? It's the only joke we know. We have right. one joke, and we're going to say it every hey, time. I have two jokes. One, oh. I don't know how to fish still, and two, just look at me. Oh, oh I thought, I'm a I joke. Your second joke was going to be you slam the the hype button hey, the <laughs> you guys want to know a secret okay i see you i'm drinking oh. this kiwi coconut drink from starbucks uh-huh. and it's not out for like another week i'm literally Ooh. tasting forbidden fruit right now he's tasted the future mm-hmm. and tell and me trevor what does the future taste like kiwi future kiwi boys and girls and men and women <laughs> and all creatures great and small we're all Kiwi down here. <laughs> Fellow Kiwis, we must unite the oh, bananas. Yeah. Wait a minute, this isn't Australian? What happened to my accent? <laughs> <laughs> you always just, it's just straight God. It's me, <laughs> the chimney sweep. Um, you know what's not wow. as bad as our jokes? The <sighs> jokes in this yeah, episode. Which ones yeah, are your guys' favorite oh that's where we are i was gonna ask where we got to uh, i'll go first um my, do it, do it my hands down favorite joke oh, no. is hey mr oh, pines wanna play tossing me a dozen <laughs> eggs like we always do no jimmy no not today jimmy no <laughs> that's my favorite joke oh <sighs> That's golden, because, I mean, it's just the culmination of that entire too. scene of what would Stan Pines with four cans be like in everyday life. And it gets yes. to that part, and it's just the climax of the whole thing. That's so good. Also, I really like Mabel, when Waddle starts talking, pulling up the, like, farm noises <laughs> thing and going, the pig goes oink! The pig goes oink! Um, and my, good. I think, second or third favorite show, oh, mmm... I do like, now the pig goes wherever he can, <laughs> wherever he can shine the light of knowledge into the darkness of ignorance. Um, oh, I, I think the egg joke's the best. Matt, do you have a different favorite joke? And then I'll say my second. Yeah, I have a different reason for a favorite joke. I don't think I've ever Ooh. connected with Dipper on such a deeply emotional level as at the um, beginning of Clay Day 
when they're finishing watching Mabel's cartoon and says, he says in just a straight monotone voice, everything about this is bad. <laughs> that is how I feel about so much. And like with the advent of YouTube, whenever I see like scrolling through Facebook or looking through YouTube, people who are re- just reaction videos to videos, that is exactly how I feel. Everything about this is bad. <laughs> That's how Matt would describe all of quarantine with me. No, not all of it. Having to be next good. to me all day. <laughs> I mean, the whole, like, typity, typity, what's this, uh, the height of this building supposed to be? Oh, my gosh, what a, how did I not get this Zaya? I've been rolling for 20 rounds. <laughs> that that part isn't is great. Every single day. <laughs> <laughs> It's that Matt like, like l- okay, light number 462, bulb in check. And I'm just screaming about DFT. <laughs> yeah, if you're not getting Zyra every day, you, you really need to loud. change up your build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. But yeah, that, that's my favorite joke is just the Dipper reaction to the mindless children's show that Mabel is watching. Mm. Two honorable mention jokes. You ready for oh, this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh wait, go first. I'll, Can I'll, I do my? Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you already See, did because you no, were I, like, I have an answer because I think I think the eggs are technically the best. Yeah, I think that is the best joke. It is. If I had to choose it's one, Eggland's best, dude. One other one, I think. I, it's, well, no. Um, wait, 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 wait. I did that okay. wrong. I did that wrong. Rewind back. Okay, we 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 rewinded. That was the rewind sound. It's it's egg eggs hands best, dude. No, <laughs> Stephanie, you disgrace our family. <laughs> ah. I, oh, sorry. Should I should um, I have said Mitlitskis or something? I uh, hate everything Mc, about this. Um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I think my s- second favorite. It's a close one too. Is um, where Seuss asks uh, the animator afterwards, "What about stop motion?" And the, uh, Mr. Claymore replies, "What." You really believe that someone moves these figures one frame at a time? I'm not a masochist. I use black magic to make them animate themselves. <laughs> Just to turn from, I'm not a masochist. I use black magic. Oh, man. <laughs> Gets me every that's time. Good. That's, good. Um, that's good. I do really, I appreciate the scene where they go, wow, that must mean that stop motion is really expensive. Yes. Yeah, it is. I'm glad we're looking at this fight because it's really cool. <laughs> and all we get to see are the shadows fighting because stop motion is really expensive. Yep. Speaking of which, a uh, little like nugget of trivia. There are three times when the ogre or the cyclops goes, Roar! and it's the same exact scene used over and over. Because mm, nice. that's what you do in stop motion. You constantly reuse the same scene. Um, my honorable mentions for this episode. Uh, very close made me laugh a lot was oh yeah that laser we made for candy yeah that was great and then you just see boo boo death to my enemies off in the corner <laughs> it's just it's so good but also um grunkle stan yeah movies are great uh, you yes. watch the movie with the girl the girl gets scared, scared. Girl. <laughs> she snuggles oh. up next to you you have to raise the kid your life falls apart. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> Forget about that last part. <laughs> he just ah, 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 oh. goes to the decks. Good. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I also like where um, Waddles prepares a nice, like, PowerPoint presentation uh, and then just runs his car into the entire thing. <laughs> also, He's like, 
How Sorry. is he typing with his hooves? Because he has like this keyboard and he just goes bah, 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 and whacks it. But it's like full sentences. Oh, like he says, his pig arms are cute and useless. How does anyone animate typing things correctly? So magic. It's, instead of grading this episode on a whole, I think I said it was a B. Matt, what'd you say? I said C plus at first. Yeah, what did you say, Joey? Like an A? I was ambiguous. I think an A. Okay, let's rate each one of the anthologies. I like it. Okay, so like, hands off. How do you guys feel? Um, Solid B, I think. I, I'd give it a C plus. Okay, B minus, it, yeah. It's good, but I feel like it's kind of lacking the Gravity Falls pa-bam. Yeah, my B is 100% carried by the egg joke. Oh, no, seriously. <laughs> For the joke alone, it's a B. But then everything around it is stuff we've already seen in Gravity Falls. I completely agree. So it's kind of like, meh. Uh, how about for the baconing? Um, I think... C- B plus. I think C plus. Mm, I'm at an A minus on the baconing. I really liked it. Okay. I think it was my favorite. Waddles is my favorite. We all know this. He's my favorite thing in the entire yep, series. Yep. He's yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So whenever there's a Waddles anything, it just goes up a grade. Um, and then how do we feel about... Oh, what was the last one called? I don't remember. Clay Day. Uh, Clay, Clay Day. Day. How do we feel about Clay Day? I think A minus. B. Solid. I'm sitting at a solid B, too. I think... Uh, I really like the Clay, but then everything else, it just kind of feels like... Meh. You know what I, I mean? It feels like they put it on a big track and just threw it down the track as fast as they could. Which, obviously, it's a hard thing to do. It's claymation. There's a lot going on. You can't explain and you everything. you have, like, six minutes to tell the exactly. story. Exactly. But so, I, I still think it's, like, good. So, overall, I would say this still sits at, like, a solid B for me. It's a good episode. Here's where I come down to the C+. I know that there's so many references and so many things in the in-between the stories where it's Grunkle Stan's showing the uh, visitor to the Mystery Shack around and all that stuff, trying to get him to buy things. But for me... All of that together, minus the end credit scene, is like a D. I just mm. didn't really laugh at a lot of it. There were some good parts, but as a whole, those were the worst parts for me. Mm. Um, that said, the end kind of makes it worthwhile <laughs> with Mabel playing tic-tac-toe and yes. switching what, which side oh she wants gosh. to be axes or O's. It's oh, a great way to boy. end an episode. It was pretty fantastic. And a great way to end this episode, nice. dear listeners. Very thank nice. you for uh, checking in with us once more after our year-long hiatus. Uh, hopefully that one last week uh, got you interested enough to continue listening with us as we explore the wonderful tapestry Ooh. that is the world of Gravity Falls created by Ooh. Alex Hirsch. Ooh. Uh, so we are absolutely so glad that you've joined us. Hopefully next time I'll find a new place to live since everything has burned. It's true. I will be moving into the one surviving refrigerator um, and broadcasting my emergency distress signal from there. Oh, like that Indiana Jones movie. Yes, where he crawls inside a a refrigerator and records a podcast. Since I've become a ghost, I'm going to try to find myself a Cronenbergian monster to fly into. Oh, that's smart. That's good. If you got to be something, might as well be a lot of I do have um, one quote to end the episode are you guys ready i'm gonna pull it up i'm ready should we right. should we mentally prepare ourselves <laughs> yeah this is gonna be the it's, final what, word what should i be what scent should i be thinking about to prepare eucalyptus, for this? Eucalyptus. eucalyptus. Okay. okay okay it what about me what about me um also 
No. No, I feel like it's cherry for him. Yeah, cherry and eucalyptus. Ooh, that oh, that's good. good. Okay. Ooh, I had a cherry airhead earlier. I found it. I, I, love I thought the box was empty, but it wasn't. It made me really happy. Of minty cherries, you know? Okay. So, to, to quote the late, great May May and the Hog in the Morning. Was that you just, you just pushed the button? <laughs> no, you stopped recording? No, not this again. The, oh. <laughs> Oh. Literally every time. Wait, but last time it was me. Maybe that's why everything burned down for me. Is everything going to burn down for Trevor now? But if he's a ghost, does his Cronenbergian monster burn? Does Cronenberg... Is Cronenburn? Is Cronenburn a word? No. <laughs>